Simon, John, I was glad to see you in our synagogue this Sabbath day. So often you've been abroad on the Sabbath. We love Torah as much as any man, Rabbi. And we read every Sabbath, wherever we are. Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Simon, Simon, it's it's good to see you. Why, Aram, peace be unto you. And unto you, of course, of course. But, uh, Simon, I'm worried. Does this prophet you follow after, does he tell you that the temple isn't holy? Oh, of course not. He goes to the temple at Passover every year. He loves the temple. Then why doesn't he pay his temple tribute? But he, he does. He didn't pay it to me last Passover, and neither did you. And I'm the one appointed to receive it here in Capernaum. Well, I... We... Well, we just haven't got around to it, that's all. We... Then if Jesus of Nazareth truly believes in the temple of God, he'll pay his didrachma tomorrow, won't he? For I leave soon to the Feast of Tabernacles, and I'll be making my full accounting then. Yes. Yes, that's right. Peace be unto you. <laughs> Peace be unto me. They never let up, do they? Always trying to trap us, John. What will you do? Do you have the tribute money? Well, in a week or a few weeks, maybe, but not tomorrow. I'll have to ask the master what to do. Tribute? Tell me, Peter, the kings of the earth, do they collect tribute from their own people or from strangers and foreigners? From foreigners, of course. Then their own people are exempt. And aren't we the Lord's own people? No, never mind. Why make them angry needlessly? We'll pay the tribute. But how? We haven't the money for it. Go to the sea, Peter. Take a hook and line and cast it out. And the first fish that you catch, open its mouth. There will be a piece of silver there. That should serve for tribute money for you and for me. Well, thank you, Master. I'll, I'll do it now. But, Master... Yes, Peter? It's just a trap. They're laying traps for you to, to discredit you if they can. The only trap I'll fall into, Peter, is the one laid for man before the foundation of the world. And out of that trap, I'll come free. Daniel, you've come to visit. Well, James, the Feast of the Tabernacles is only a little time off, and I thought we should go down together. Look at you. You're getting so tall, almost as tall as Jesus. James, I brought some friends, some students of Torah from Jerusalem. Peace be unto you, James. Are you really the brother of the great Rabbi Jesus? Yes. I'm also a brother of the laziest pipe player in Galilee, Daniel there. <laughs> well, we came... We came to beg a favor from you. At the Feast of the Tabernacles, all the Jews will be gathered together. Jesus has been so long in Galilee, we want him to come and work his wonders at Jerusalem. Then ask him. We thought that since you're his brother and he loves you, he, he might... I haven't seen him in a year. Oh, is he angry with you? Or is it that a man's brother knows him too well to believe he's a prophet? We wondered a little why it is that his own brothers don't follow him. He told us not to. Ah... We'll go and ask him, and he'll go with us, you'll see. 
Doesn't he go with us at Passover? He's our brother, you'll see. There's a drachma for you, my friend. For the temple, for Jesus, and for me. Hold there, friends. Does any man here know where I can find Jesus of Nazareth? Uh, he lives in the house of Simon Barjona, uh, the fisherman. And where does Simon Barjona live? Ask him himself. There he is. You. Yes, you're Simon. I remember you. And you're Jesus' brother, his brother... My name is James, and my brother Daniel. Yes, he'll be glad to see you. I know he will. Come home with me. It's not that far. Tell me, what brings you here? What's your errand? We're going to the Feast of the Tabernacles. We want him to come with us. Oh, well. Well, well, who can say? Who can say? Also, I want to follow him. We're ready. That's between you and him. Does he ever speak of us? I'm sure he does. I'm sure of it. But never where you could hear? Well, I'm not always with him, you know. I'm never with him. Before you ever heard of him, I knew him and believed in him. I know it. You don't even know who he is. Who is he, then? A carpenter with such skill in his hands. A, a loving brother, a good son to our father. Ah, James, my friend, it's you that don't know who he is. And you do? A carpenter, a son, a brother... Any man can be those things, while Jesus is... Well, I, I once saw him with... Saw him with whom? No. No, I can't tell you. He forbade it. You can tell me. He can tell you. It's not mine to tell. Well, here we are. My house, James. Daniel, he's inside. Will you... Will you tell him we're here? Of course. Come in, come in. It's all right. He's not teaching now. You can come in. If you have a sickness in your hand, it's better to cut off the hand than to let it poison your whole body. Just so if you have a desire in you that leads you to sin, it's better to cut off that desire than to let it lead you into hell, into the fire that can never be quenched, for your soul never dies. The fire is not put out. Master, Master, your brothers are here. James, Daniel, come here. It's good to see you again. Good to see you. Jesus, we came to invite you to go with us, and your friends too, of course, to go with us to Jerusalem for the Feast of the Tabernacles. There are a lot of people there who believe in you and want to see you. The 70 disciples you sent out, they've stirred up people everywhere. They want you to come. Come with us, Jesus. Let them see the things you're doing here, Jesus. How can you hope to have everyone follow you if you hide your works here in Galilee? If you're really working miracles, let them know it. James, Daniel, the right time for me hasn't come yet. But any time is right for you. The world can't hate you. But it hates me for exposing the wickedness of its ways. Go to the festival yourselves. My time hasn't come yet. Your time? The Jews have asked you to bring me because they want to kill me. No. It was just some students, Jesus. They... So you won't go with us then? What good does it do me to be your brother, Jesus, 
These strangers see you every day. They know all your secrets. What do I have? Let me follow you. No. These 12 you've ordained, and then 70 more. Why not me? What do you need them for? They're the foundation of my church, James. Your church? And what is your church? All those who believe in me and repent of their sins and are baptized and are made holy are sanctified before me. It's the gathering of the sheep into a fold where they can be safe, where they can be fed by the shepherds of the flock. There are twelve, and then seventy, and then seventy thousand. And no matter how many join my church, I will still send out my messengers to find more and gather them in. If a man had a hundred sheep and one of them is lost, doesn't he leave the ninety-nine that are safe and go into the mountains and search for the lost one? And if he finds that lost one, doesn't he rejoice more because of the one than because of the ninety-nine he had all along? You want to follow me because you love me, James. These others follow me because they love my sheep and are willing to search for the lost ones. Jesus, your church, is everyone in it always perfect? They're still men, still frail, still selfish. The church only helps them get better. Within my church, if your brother has sinned against you, take him aside privately and forgive him of the harm he's done. And if he won't confess and make restitution, then you get witnesses. And if he still won't be reconciled, take your witnesses to the officers of the church and let them judge. Then, and only then, if he refuses to abide by the will of the brethren, does he lose his fellowship. And do you treat him like a heathen or a publican? My church has the power to bind and loose on earth and in heaven. And where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Then, Jesus, are we also part of your church? Live as I've taught you, and pray as I've taught you, and love each other as I've loved you, and you are mine, and I am with you. Then will you baptize us? Peter, will you baptize my brothers? But Jesus, won't you? Whether I do it or my servants do it, it's the same. James, don't you see you all stand equal in the eyes of God, equally sheep, equally to be fed? Because your body and my body were born of the same mother, why should you have a special place in my church? No, I... No, I suppose I shouldn't. Come, Daniel, let's James, go. James, are we going to be baptized? Later. In good time, Daniel. Won't you forgive me, James? Yes, of course I do. And you forgive me. It's because I love you. If you love me, James, do as I ask all men to do. Believe, repent, be baptized, 
and make yourself holy before the Lord. I will, and so will I. Then you truly are my brothers, as all these men are. Wake up. Wake up. Quietly, yes, but wake up. Wake up, Thomas, Judas, Matthew, Simon, wake up. Oh, what is it? It's still the middle of the night. We're leaving tonight. Huh? Where? To the Feast of the Tabernacles. But Peter, didn't the master tell his brothers that he wasn't going? His brothers would have led him innocently into a trap. We're going, but we're going secretly through Samaria. Well, it won't be a secret for long. Long enough. The Pharisees want a confrontation with him. They probably hoped he would come with a huge crowd following him and the Romans would do their work for them. This way he'll turn up when they don't expect him. He'll be in Jerusalem before they can stop him. So they'll just arrest him in Jerusalem. It's a dangerous place to go. Don't you know by now that the master knows what he's doing? Besides, they won't be too happy about the idea of dragging him from the steps of the temple in front of everyone. No, you'll see. He knows what he's doing. Now hurry, hurry, hurry. Let's go. There's no time to lose. Who are you? What do you want? We're followers of Jesus of Nazareth. We've come ahead of him to arrange lodging for him and his followers in your village tonight. Nazareth. Jews, then. And a rabbi, no less. Not a chance. We have money. I spit on your money. I spit on your rabbi Jesus. Jews who are going to your filthy feast in Jerusalem get no lodging here. Listen, heretic. Jesus isn't an ordinary Jew. He's been kind to Samaritans. He healed them like anyone else. Oh, oh, oh. so he's a Jew who's nice to Samaritans, is he? (laughs) Then he must not be a very good Jew, because a good Jew, if there is such a thing, doesn't have anything to do with us heretics. Now get away from here before I call the men in the city to stone you to death besides the road. Get away! We want nothing to do with you. Come on, Peter. Judas, let's go. Come on. I'd, I'd like to take that goat-smelling son of a camel heretic and break him into a dozen pieces. Peter, hold your temper. It won't do any good. No need to get so upset. It won't do any good. Now let's just keep moving along. <laughs> Patience, little beast, patience. It's not far now. Peter, Judas, John. Is everything arranged so quickly? Arranged? Filthy swine turned us away at the gate because we're Jews. Heading for the Feast of the Tabernacles. (sighs) That's a shame. Now we'll have to go on to the next village. That man was outrageous. Master, why do you have to put up with things like this? I kept thinking when he turned us away so rudely, you just wait until the master hears about this. Let us command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, as Elijah did to the priests of Baal. Peter, John, hold your peace. You don't know what spirit it is that you're serving when you speak of killing a village of people. The Son of Man has not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. 
Now, let's keep to the road and go on to the next village. We've slept in the fields before. I'll sleep in the fields a thousand times before I'll harm one man who refuses me not knowing who I am. Master, may I talk with you? Of course, Peter. Master, I can't sleep for anger at that man. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, Master, I could forgive him for being rude to me, but he went on and on and on saying terrible things about you. How often do I have to forgive him? Seven times? Seven times? You must forgive him 70 times seven. Oh, but, Master, when he so deliberately... Peter, let me tell you a story. About a certain king who took an accounting of his servants and how much they owed him. Rabus, for five years now, you've owed me 10,000 talents. Oh, my lord, it's true. But I didn't repay because I couldn't. My harvests have been poor and I... I... The debt is just and you won't repay. Take him and sell him and his wife and children into slavery. And sell everything he owns to satisfy this debt to me. My king, my king, have patience with me. Forgive me and, and give me time. I'll repay everything. You promised me before time after time. But this time the harvest is going well. And anyway, in years past I paid my other creditors first because I thought you would be patient. But this year I'll pay you first, king. Have mercy on me. Uh, no, let him go. Let him go. I haven't the heart to be harsh with you. I forgive you the debt. But when the servant went home, he chanced to meet one of his own servants, who owed him a hundred denarii. Ho there, Akish. You think I'd forget you? Look how I hold you in my hands. I could kill you in a moment. Master, what is it? What have I done? The hundred denarii you owe me. Where are they? Oh, Master, I, I don't have it. Have patience with me until, until our gold is full grown and I can sell it and pay you all. Patience? You want me to have patience after all this time? While your goat is growing, you can wait in prison. Here, guards, take this man away. That isn't right. It isn't fair. And when the king heard about it, he called his servant to him. Yesterday, Rabeth, I forgave you a debt of 10,000 talents. And today, I find that a servant of yours has been cast into prison because he owes you a debt of 100 denarii. You ask me... And I forgave you your debt. Why? Then why didn't you show the same mercy to your own servant as I showed pity on you? Take this man away. Throw him into the prison and torment him until his land has yielded every penny of his debt. Do you understand this parable, Peter? Well, the king is... is God. And if he can forgive my sins, which I, I know were black and terrible, then, well, it would be ungrateful of me not to forgive the small sins of another man against me. Yes, Peter. Yes. That's right. That's right. Now, will you sleep? I will, Lord. Forgive me for my weakness. 
as I love you for your strength. Is that your master? Yes. Yes, that's the master. I truly didn't know he was coming. Take us to him, Stephen. Oh, of course. Uh, yes, yes, of course. This is the Jesus in whose name you healed my son? Yes, this is the man. Master? Master! Stephen! Come to me! Oh, yes. Come on, all of you. Master! Master! Oh, Master. When did you come to Judea? I couldn't believe it when they told me that they had heard of you here. Oh, but Master, oh, it's good to see you. Uh, Stephen, and how has your work gone here? Oh, Master, Amos and I haven't enough hours in the day for all the people who want to hear about you, for the people asking for healing in your name. They've all hungered for the sight of you. I've hungered for the sight of you. And here I am. Master... Master, I'll follow you wherever you go. Wherever I go? Foxes have their holes, and birds of the air their roosts. But the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Master, Stephen taught me, and he baptized me. And now he says you're the only one who can teach me any more. Then follow me. Follow you? First, I have to... My father died, and I have to see him buried first. Let the dead in spirit bury their dead. If you are alive in the gospel, go and preach the kingdom of God. Lord, I'll follow you too. Can you wait here just a few minutes while I go bid goodbye to my parents? Which do you want? Your safe home or the kingdom of heaven? No man who has put his hand to the plow and then looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Follow me. I will. Can we come with you now, master? You've prepared the way for me, but now I'm here. Yes, follow me. We're going to Jerusalem. Ah. Yes. I will. He's coming now. His own brothers were sure he wasn't coming. And now he turns up not five miles from Jerusalem. So his brothers lied. No, no, I don't think so. I think Jesus knows. Don't start sounding like you believe in him. Believe in him? <laughs> Of course not. I believe in the God of Abraham, not in this charlatan. I'll go tell the elders what you've learned. Even if he didn't give us a chance to get the Romans moving against him, there are other things we can do. This man is dangerous. We have to put a stop to his deceiving the people. Peace be unto you. And unto you, peace. Oh, husband, do they mean to kill Jesus then? In my mind, I keep thinking of Jeremiah who was cast into a pit by his own people. Is Jesus really a wicked man? A wicked man? He heals the sick. He teaches of love and peace. But they say he heals by the power of Satan. Since when did Satan bring happiness into the world? I don't know, but I don't dare to speak in defense of him. Hiram Ben Avram tried that, and look at him now, disgraced, forbidden to teach. Yet if there's no harm in Jesus, won't God be angry at those who kill him? I, I, I can't see any way to turn, any way at all. I only know that when Jesus dies, it will be the greatest shame that ever came upon us. There, there, look, there he is. 
When are we supposed to do it? When are we supposed to arrest him? When he tries to go into the court of the men, or to take him then, because most of his followers will be outside. Are they ready to take him out covered so they don't know him in the crowds? Look, he stopped. Come on, let's see what's happening. Master! Master! What do you think of this woman? We caught her in adultery, in the very act. Now tell us, what's the law? Tell us the law. Should she be stoned or not? What are they doing? If he says she should be stoned, then he's counseling them to break the law of Rome, which forbids us to put anyone to death. And if he says not, then he's breaking Torah. They're trying to turn a crowd against him. They're delaying us. That's what they're doing. Shh. I want to hear what he says. Tell us, should we stone her? He isn't saying anything. He's just drawing with his finger in the dirt. Maybe he didn't hear them. Aren't you going to answer, Rabbi? Tell me, what are we supposed to do? Stone her or not? She's an adulterer, I tell you. Was she found out in her sins? Then let whichever one of you has never sinned, let him throw the first stone. Look. Which one of them is going to say he hasn't ever sinned? Oh, he's a smart one, all right. But why is he still drawing in the dirt? What's he waiting for? Didn't you come to stone her? I... Uh, I don't know why I came. Woman, where are they? Where are your accusers? There's no one left, sir. Nor do I condemn you. Oh, Master, am I truly forgiven? You're free of your sin. Go, and sin no more. Oh, Master, thank you. He, he forgave her. And Have she... you ever seen a rabbi forgive someone? I... This man isn't what they say he was. All the men who sent us to take him, which of them is as good as he is? He's coming up the steps. This is the moment when... No, not I. Do what you like, but I won't be part of it. Neither will I. Well, where is he? The one we sent you to bring in, where is he? We... we didn't take him. I'm not blind, man. I can see that. What was it? Were his followers armed? Didn't he come into the temple? He came into the temple, and his followers weren't armed. They were... No man ever spoke as this man spoke. Now, have you been misled, too? Do you think you're fit to listen and judge for yourselves? Have you heard any of us here ever tell you anything but evil about this man? He spoke to a woman and forgave her sins. Heresy. Blasphemy. Do you think I'm so clean? I want to be forgiven, too. There's no forgiveness from you. That's plain enough. You ought to learn from him. You're not fit to judge him. You're not fit to judge anybody. Rabble. Rabble. No, nothing but rabble. Why do they care about the law? Sir, we've been too hasty, I think. We were fools to trust the temple guards to do anything. Does our law permit us to pass judgment on a man unless we have first given him a hearing and learned the facts? We've heard that argument before. Nicodemus, you're as bad as the temple guards. You visited him once, and you were half converted. These guards, too. No wonder we don't bring him here. Yeah, it's safer not to let the devil testify. He can blind all but the holiest of men. Then in such a holy council as this, 
Surely even the devil couldn't blind anyone. You reason like a Greek, Nicodemus. Am I a Greek, then? No. You're a Galilean, just like Jesus. <laughs> Study the scriptures, Nicodemus, and you'll find out that there's never been a prophet from Galilee. No. No, we don't need to have this Jesus here to know that he's an enemy of Torah, an adversary of the God of Israel. There's no place for him in Israel. And it's our duty as the guardians of the faith of the people of Israel to remove him. If any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Who is that? It's Jesus. He's come to the temple again. Well, they tried to arrest him yesterday, I heard, and here he is again. He that believes in me, the scriptures have said, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. You're a disciple of his? What does he mean? He means, he means that those who believe in him can also give the gifts he gives. What gifts? I am the light of the world. He that follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Come on, let's get closer so we can hear it. Let's go closer. Let me by. Let me by. They say this man heals the sick. Please, let me by. These Pharisees, these students of the law, they've tried for years now to get me to declare myself to them, to claim to be the Messiah, the Anointed One. But why do they keep asking me who I am? Why do they keep asking? Is it because they want the Messiah to come? Is it because they hope for the Messiah? Or is it because they are the enemies of God, and when God sends the Messiah to them, they will destroy him? We pray for the Messiah. We long to have the Messiah come. Ah, but when he comes, he had better study at your schools, hadn't he? Or you won't accept him. He'd better bow before the rabbis or you won't admit him. You know the scriptures, that's plain enough. You can't pretend you haven't studied somewhere. I never sat at the feet of a rabbi to learn the traditions. Then where does your learning come from if you've never been to school? My doctrine isn't mine. My doctrine is from him who sent me. And how are we to know that? How are you to know anything? How do you know that Torah is good? Unless you live by Torah and learn that it's good. <coughs> Do the Greeks and the Romans honor Torah? No, because they don't live by Torah. But I tell you that you no more understand Torah than the Greeks and the Romans. Do you want to know if what I tell you is true? Then live as I've taught you to live. If a man lives by the doctrine of him who sent me, you'll know whether that doctrine really is from God or just from me. A man who speaks doctrine that he made up himself, he teaches only for his own glory. But a man who seeks only the glory of him who sent him, then there is no unrighteousness in him. Truly this man is a prophet. No, no. Truly, he's the Messiah. See how he ties up their tongues? They have no answer for him. Well, they don't answer him because they know what he says is true. Say what you like. 
But where is it written that the Messiah will come out of Galilee? The prophecies say that the Messiah will come out of Bethlehem. Why don't they take him and stone him for blasphemy? But he never said he was the Messiah. Why should we stone him? For saying that the Pharisees are fools? If they're not fools, then how does his saying that hurt them? They are the guardians of Torah. Israel is the guardian of Torah. We keep the law alive in our hearts. So you're a follower of this Jesus. You're as much a blasphemer as he is. Quiet. I want to hear what he's saying. What proof do you have? What scriptures do you quote? What rabbis have taught your strange doctrines? I have taught them. Then we have only your word that your doctrine is true. With only one witness, the testimony is false. You have only my word. But my witness is true. I know from whence I came and where I go. What is your doubt to me? You judge with the blind eyes of the flesh. I don't judge at all. But if I judge, my judgment will be true. For it isn't my judgment alone, but the judgment of the Father who sent me. And there are my two witnesses. I bear witness of myself, and the Father that sent me bears witness of me. And by the law, my testimony is true. Where is your Father, then? Let's hear his testimony. Just as I thought. You not only don't know me, you don't even know my Father. But I tell you, I tell all of you, that if you know me, you know my father. Blasphemer! Stone him! Blasphemer? How is he a blasphemer? Don't you see that when he speaks of his father, he's speaking of God? And he says that if you know him, you know God. Quiet, man. He didn't say that. You can't stone a man for what you think he meant. When I have gone where I'm going, you'll look for me. Yes, you, the one who wants to see me dead. You'll search for me then, but you'll never find me. And because you never find me, you'll die in your sins. Because where I'm going, you can't come. Where are you going? Where is he going? To Galilee? Maybe he's going to the Jews who are dispersed among the Gentiles. Or the Romans. You are bound to this world, but I am not from this world. Who are you then? Who do you claim that you are? I am the same one that I told you I was from the beginning. But you've never told us who you are. A thousand times I've told you, and a thousand times ten thousand. If you had ears, you would hear me. You claim to understand my words, and yet you don't recognize my voice. When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you'll know that I am he and that I do nothing of my own. I only do, do what you hear my him? father taught Do you hear his voice? Hear him? I'm too far away. There's no way to get through this crowd. I know it. But I was born blind, and God was kind to me and gave me good ears. Every now and then I can hear what he says. And I tell you, that man has God in him. Have it as you like, blind man. But if he's the great miracle worker that they say, why hasn't he healed you? I've never got close enough to him. There's always a crowd around. They say his disciples can heal too. Is that true? And look, there's one who's always with him, the big one. There, you. Come here, man. What do you want? Peace be unto you. Heal this man. Who do you think I am that you say to me, heal this man? Aren't you one of the followers of Jesus? Yes, I am. 
But I'm not a fool. I know this is Sabbath, and you're just trying to trap me. You see, these frauds always have a reason why their miracles won't work on you. Just on a fellow so far away they can't find out if it's true or not. <laughs> Wait, you, the disciple of Jesus. Tomorrow, man. I'm watching the crowd to give warning if soldiers start to come. Friend, I was born blind. I know nothing of sight. Tell me, would it be a good thing if I could see? Of course it would, man. Then lead me to your master and let me beg him to heal me so I can have that good thing. I have to stay here. But when he comes out of the temple, I'll call to him. That's the best I can do. And if he doesn't come, then I promise I'll find you tomorrow and take you to him. You have my word. If you're one of his disciples, then your word is good. I'll wait with you. <coughs> truly, truly, I tell you that if a man keeps my doctrine, he will never know what it is to die. Well, that's a promise. I think. Now we know you're possessed by a devil. Abraham is dead, and all the prophets. And now you tell us that a man who lives by your law will never taste death. Are you so much greater than our father Abraham, who is dead? Are you so much greater than Moses or Elijah? They're dead. What a great prophet you claim to be, greater than any of the others. If I claim to be great, then how great would I be? That honor would be nothing. It is my father that I say is great, and his teachings that bring eternal life. You don't have to teach us that God is great. Oh, do you say that my father is God? And yet you said you didn't know my father. But I know him. And if I pretended that I didn't know him, I'd be as much of a liar as you are when you pretend that you do. Your father, Abraham, rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and was glad. <laughs> that man isn't even 40 years old, and he claims to know Abraham. You aren't even 50, and you say you have seen Abraham. Are we supposed to believe anything you say? Truly, truly, I tell you, before Abraham was, I am. I am? That's the holy name of God. He spoke the name of God. Stone the blasphemer. Yes. In the name of heaven, John, they're picking up stones. They mean to kill him. Quickly, we've got to get over there. Where is he? Where is he? Where did he go? There he is, Peter. Look, walking right among them. But they don't see him. It's as they said, they can't touch him unless he wants them to. Come on, let's stay with him, hurry. Come on. Simon, tell me, was it my sin that made me blind? How could it be your sin? You were blind from the time you were born. But if it was my parents' sin, why am I the blind one? Though they have suffered having to care for me all these years. You aren't a beggar then? Yes, Simon. There isn't much work that a blind man can do. But what I can, I do. There's only one time that I'll beg. 
When your master comes, I'll beg him to heal me. Look, there he comes. Oh, but I can hear how the noise of the crowd rises in the distance. I would know someone was coming, someone important. Is he important? Of course he is. I mean, is he rich? Is he a great man? Master, master, here. By the measure of the world, he's just a carpenter from Galilee who has a knack for doing good for people and attracts a lot of attention. But by your measure, Simon, my friend. Measure him yourself, Phineas. Master! Simon! Master, this man was blind from birth, and he wants you to... Are you Jesus? I am. Will you heal me? Will you teach me what it is to see? Master, who sinned to make this man the way he is? His parents or himself? Neither his parents nor this man. Does his blindness have to come from sin? But then... Why was I made blind? So that when sight came to you at last, you would truly see the works of God. There are so many who have eyes who will not see. Then you will give me eyes? I will. What's he doing? He spat upon the ground, Phineas, and he's making clay out of the wet dirt. Here. Friend, hold still. He's anointing your eyes with the clay. Now, Phineas, go wash in the pool of Siloam. Yes, Master. I will. Uh, may I call my father to lead me? Yes. Now go. And when you open your eyes and see, Phineas, make certain you see as clearly then as you do now. Thank you, Master. Wash in the pool. If that would do any good, do you think we would have waited so long to bring you here? I've heard him teaching, Father. And when he touched my eyes with the clay, I felt a sudden heat go through my body, as if a hot wind from the desert had come into me. Well, here we are. Bathe in the pool, if that's what you're determined to do. Here, let me help you with your clothing. That's right. Now, this way. Three steps, Phineas. Here. Thank you, Father. What's wrong, son? What's wrong? What is it? It hurts, it hurts. What is it? What is it? Phineas, in the name of the God of Israel, Phineas, you have eyes. You have eyes. Am I seeing? Is this sight? No, don't look at the sun. It'll burn your eyes. Here, here, look at me. Here, let me hold your face. Touch my face. See? See? This... This is your face. This is your nose, Father. This is your eye. But there's so much more. So much that isn't... 
that isn't close. Here, let me help you out of the water. Let me help you dress. We, we must go home to your mother. We must tell her. Oh, Phineas, you have eyes. Lead me, Father. I don't know how to walk this way. I feel like all the world is rushing at me through my eyes. What's that? What's that? It's a man walking, but Phineas, he's far from you. He isn't going to run into you. How do you know how far away he is? Be patient, Phineas. You have to learn to see, even with eyes. Be patient. Let the colors sort themselves out, and you'll learn what all these things mean. Look at the sky, Phineas. It's blue. Blue. And Phineas, look at my face. Father, what's that? Like little suns on your face? My tears, Phineas. Touch them and see. Oh, Father, why are you weeping? Because after all these years, God has answered my prayers. Come, take my arm. I'll lead you home. Oh, Phineas, praise God. It was Jesus who did it. It was Jesus. I want to see him. I want to see his face. Have you heard? Phineas, Micah's and Deborah's boy, he was healed today. Healed? I, I never heard of... What physician can heal a man who hasn't even got eyes in his face? No physician. It was Jesus of Nazareth. Come on, come out and see him. Is this the man who sat and worked leather? It, it looks like him, but... Now, of course that's him. Of course you're Phineas. Yes, I'm Phineas. Well, how did it happen? The man they call Jesus. He anointed my eyes with clay and told me to bathe in the pool of Siloam. And suddenly I could see. Where, where, where is he? Where is this Jesus? I've never heard of such a miracle. I knew you when you had no eyes oh. at all. Surely God is with the man. Come on, Phineas, why are you waiting here? Such a, a man must be a great prophet. We must go to the temple and tell everyone. To the temple? Come on, I... all of you. We can bear witness that he was blind before and now he has eyes. The teachers there, the great rabbis, they'll want to know that there's such a prophet in Israel. Remarkable. Yes, very remarkable. But tell me, when did he do this? Today. Not two hours ago. But Phineas, don't you know that this is the Sabbath? Of course I do. That's why I was near the temple. And you're telling me that this Jesus, he did this great work on the Sabbath day when the Lord says we are not to do work? Does that sound like a true prophet? But Rabbi, what is the Sabbath compared to the work that he did? If God lets him work such a miracle as this, how can he be a sinner? What is the law to you? What is Torah if a man can break the law at any excuse? Rabbi, not any excuse. Putting eyes into the head of a man who never had eyes at all? No. No argument. Not now. We have this man with us. Let's question him. What do you think of him, this man who healed you? What can I think? I can see, and I never saw before. He's a prophet, surely. Yes, yes, we have your word that you were blind before. But if you were blind from birth, I want to hear it from your parents. Gods? Rabbi, 
Go to this man's house and fetch his parents here and keep this man in custody. If this turns out to be a fraud, I don't want this man to get away. A fraud? But it's true, I swear it. Patience, friend. We only want to have the whole truth. Leave my parents alone. They had nothing to do with it. <laughs> you see? He doesn't want us to fetch his parents because he's ashamed of his lie. It's not a lie. He really healed me. I'm not... Hush, man. Wait. Be patient. Wait. If the truth is with you, no harm will come to you. Your name is Micah? And this is my wife. Why have you brought us here? What have we done? We follow the law. We're just poor people trying to... Keep your peace, man. We didn't bring you here to question us. Now, tell us, if you will, if you have any children. Of course. We have seven children. And is one of them blind? No, Rabbi. Aha! Rabbi, Rabbi, you asked the wrong question. Was one of your children blind? Yes, my son Phineas. The sweetest boy you ever knew. Always good-hearted in spite of his affliction. Until today, Phineas was blind. And how long was he blind? Twenty years. How old is the boy? Twenty years. He was blind from birth, Rabbi. He was born with no eyes. Everyone in our street knows that. They've known him from childhood. He never had eyes. It proves nothing. It just means they're in on the plot. Oh, Rabbi! All his neighbors who came with him, and all the other people of their street, are they in on the plot too? Are you a follower of Jesus then? Have you two forsaken the Torah? Let's not quarrel, brothers. Old man, how did your son happen to receive his sight? Why are you asking me and my wife these questions? My son is of age. You have him here. Ask him these questions yourselves. I wasn't there. I didn't see how he was healed. Why don't you ask him yourself? I don't need you to tell me how to ask questions. Rabbi! Micah, you and your wife may leave. Do you swear that all you have said is true? As I am a son of Abraham, I swear it. And I, I swear it too. All right, go, get out. And guards, bring me the young man again. You aren't going to harm our son. Peace, man, peace. It's not your son that we're concerned about. It's the man who healed him. Come on. Outside with you. Go on. Away. Come on. All right, Phineas. We believe that you are truly healed. But we tell you now, give the praise to God. We know that the man who pretended to heal you is a sinner. I don't know whether he's a sinner or not, Rabbi. I only know that I was blind. And now I can see. Tell us, what did he actually do to you? How did he open your eyes? How? I already told you how. Didn't you hear me? Do you think you'll learn something more if I tell it again? Or is it that you want to learn how it's done so you can become his disciples? Watch how you speak to us. We're rabbis. You must be a disciple of his to defend him like this. You're a disciple of this Jesus, but we are disciples of Moses and keepers of the law. Your soul is in danger of death, man. We know that God spoke to Moses. But this man sets himself above Moses, and we don't even know where he gets his supposed authority. They always told me that rabbis were wise and understood things. And yet here is a man who opened my eyes, and you don't know where he gets his authority? My rabbi always taught that God doesn't hear the prayers of sinners, that God only hears the prayers of those who obey him and do his will. 
Since the world began, no one ever heard of a man opening the eyes of someone who was born blind. If this man were not from God, he couldn't do anything at all. And you don't know where he gets his authority? You were born in sin and you still wallow in sins, you son of the devil. How dare you presume to teach us? Get out of here. Get him out of here. This swine is defiling the temple. Get him out of here. Who's there? Who's there at this hour? Is Phineas within? I won't let you take him again. You've done enough to him today. Phineas, you know my voice. Let him in, Father. It's Jesus, the man who gave me my sight. Forgive me for coming so late. But I only just heard that they questioned you in the temple because of me, and then cast you out. Are you the man who gave sight to my son? Oh, come in! You and these men with you. Our house is small, but you are welcome. Forgive the poverty of our house, but you're welcome. What will you eat? Will you have bread? We come fasting, Micah. But we ask the blessing of God upon you for your hospitality, offering to share when you have almost nothing in your house. Phineas, I hear that they cast you out because you argued with them in the temple. They claim to be wise men. But they were fools. They refused to see the plain truth. And I thought I was blind. Phineas, how clearly do you see? Do you believe in the Son of God? The Son of God? Who is he, Lord? So that I can believe in him. Whoever you say he is, I'll believe you. You have both seen him and heard him. And you see and hear him now. Oh, Master... You are the Messiah, the Son of the Most High God, and you had mercy on me. I came into the world to heal the injustice of the world, Phineas. I bring sight to the blind. But to those who think they see, I bring only blindness. The truth is, Phineas, you believed in me before I ever came to you in the street today. I heard your voice, Lord, and I knew you. Do you see? Do you all understand? The shepherd comes into the sheep pens through the gate, and the sheep know him and recognize his voice, and when he calls to them, they follow him out. But the thief doesn't come by the gate. He climbs up another way, and the sheep run from him. Master, what does it mean? I am the gate of the sheepfold. All those who came before me, all those who pretend that the flock is theirs, they are thieves, and the sheep run from them. But when they hear my voice, they don't need to be beaten or driven. They know me. I am the door. If any man enters through me, he will be saved and he'll be free to go in and out and find pasture. But you're not a door, Rabbi. You're a man. Is it too hard for you? Then I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd willingly dies for his sheep. But the hired man who tends the sheep for a wage, when the wolves come, he gets frightened. He leaves the sheep and saves his own life. 
and the wolves come and destroy the flock. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. 